This podcast is brought to you by Keep Pulling, an Olympic weightlifting resource and USA Weightlifting community development training site located in Tampa, Florida. Find all things weightlifting, including coaching, training programs, community events, and so much more. And Lifting Life, your go-to photography provider for every major USA weightlifting meet in the nation. They are also based in Florida and provide platform lifting sequences and videos, VIP photo packages, and so much more that is available to every single lifter. Capture the moment at Lifting Life. And now it's time for the show. Back again, checking the so Let's begin. I'm party, back. Home party people. I'm back. We it's are Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. And this time it's Patrick and Andy. Back to the original, the OG hosts of the KP podcast. That's a lot of a lot of uh, abbreviations here. It's an honor to be on the same mic that your other co-host Liz was on. There and you go. these are the mics that were used to record her Miss Liz the Science Whiz. That is correct. So shameless plug for that. But that's one of the quarantine projects that we had going on. But we're going to talk about all the things we did in 2020, a brief recap in general. We're going to talk about 2021 and what that looks like in terms of events, in-person, virtual, and special big things coming right here in Tampa. But wouldn't be an episode without a big things coming. That's right. So there's the teaser. So make sure to, oh my gosh, stay tuned. And but we got a new product coming too. New product. Well. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah old yeah. and but new. Oh okay. That's not in the notes. So we got to remember to talk about that. Anyway, you want to take us on the. I know I always read this. But. Yeah, sure. <laughs> make sure to follow us on social media. We are at Keep Pulling and at Lifting Life on Instagram. You can find previous episodes of our, on our website, www.keeppolling.com. And if you like what you hear, drop us a review on iTunes. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy this episode. And enjoy this episode, they will, we hope. So that brings us to our first topic, is 2020 recap. So let's let's talk about the year that should have never been a year. Yes, please. It was definitely interesting. Started out with a bang, yep. which would be the a- Arnold A01. That's where we got I, – I popped a few gray hairs. Oh, that was – yeah. That was very stressful leading up. And I know we have a, an episode, a whole episode specifically covering. about the Arnold. But for those who don't know or haven't seen that episode, listened to that episode, or weren't at the Arnold, uh, at least from our point of view, we were uh, scheduled as media for USA Weightlifting through Lifting Life, and we were doing all the photography. And to the day before, we didn't know if we were going. Right. And I'm packing my gear like, oh, my God. <laughs> Am I doing this in vain? I didn't didn't have an answer. It was very up in the air. Right. Very scary. I, I had remember. a lot of thousands of dollars invested in going to the meet. Right. And I remember texting you like, hey, uh, so we're doing this, right? <laughs> <laughs> doing what? Duh. Yeah, exactly. So it, we ended up going, obviously, and that was the last in-person meet that was a quote-unquote national you know, regional that was our travel last meet. We'll USAW, call it travel meet. yeah, big platform, big stage. Yeah, and that was March of 2020, uh, uh, almost a year ago, which is crazy to think about. Yeah, it's already January. 
The day of recording, January 10th, Sunday. 2021. Uh, so welcome to the new year. Happy New Year, everybody. We're officially in the future. It's 2021. Thank God. Uh, and, you know, for, there, were, there, were, there were ups and downs in 2020. Uh, however, you know, thinking back, I mean, we were, I don't know, lucky, fortunate, uh, opportunistic. I don't know. But we did okay in 2020. So we're back for more in 2021. Yeah. Um, I only speak for myself on this one. It was a very good year for me. Mm-hmm got to do things like i've always dreamed about having time off of work <laughs> and like what i would do with all that time off and i finally actually kind of got it yeah. for once and it was amazing starting a whole new business new ventures uh you want to we can we can plug that in the middle we'll take a take a break in here from our sponsors sure <laughs> you can be a sponsor <laughs> <laughs> um, but in terms of canceled events last year i mean we all went through it um you know arnold was the the last one like i said and then Everything went seemingly virtual, uh, except during the shutdown. I mean, we had an event scheduled for April of 2020, which is one of our big seasonal events. Uh, had over 100 people signed up already, and then city, the city shut us down and said, "Yes, can't do it." So it was Dunedin. Dunedin. Yep, that was, would have would have been Tampa Bay Spring Classic three, um, and big sad face, but. We came back strong in June, I think. Yeah, that brought not. about new opportunities with Valor. Right, right. So, um, and what else was there? There was AO3, AO Series 2 and 3, which were canceled and made virtual. Right. Uh, which we'll talk about virtual events here in a little bit. But <clears throat> I believe 2 was just flat out canceled. Okay. Correct me if I'm wrong, someone on the internet, because <laughs> sure. that's what you do. Uh, yeah, 2 was, I believe, was canceled. 3, it was pushed into 3. Mm-hmm. 3 was online. And that was a big one. That was revolutionary, I think. Right, and is that the one we were tested? That we were testing for. Yes. Um, so reach. Uh, I'm sorry, USA Weightlifting reached out to us through Andy and was like, you know, we we'd love to test the software and the logistics of doing an online meet because no one had ever done it before. Right. We had done a bunch of meetings online and mm-hmm. to kind of brainstorm it, see what was possible. And when we thought, like, I, I got the help in the planning, um, and. And the implementation was a little rough. Yeah. A little sketchy, a lot of time between lifts. Right. But that got worked out. We found a lot of bugs. Mm-hmm. Not really software, but more personnel. Oh, okay. Um, just people need to be more familiar with their computers. Right. And before that, uh, the they had a virtual selection camp. So mm-hmm. still there was going to be University Worlds, and I think the other was Junior, uh, Senior Worlds. I, I can't remember the other one. Uh, they were both end up end up being canceled. However, uh, we had an athlete that participated in the online selection camp, which was basically a mock meet kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Kind of progressed the same way as a meet would, to about ninety percent uh, the same. Uh, but that was the first time they usually do these camps in person, so it was very different. Um, not only was everyone remote, but the athlete that we had was remote. So I was in Florida on the call, he was right. in Minnesota, <laughs> you know, so it was, <laughs> it was, it was interesting. It was a learning curve for sure. And I think that's what popped off the, the online events that we're seeing nowadays. It was a big one. Then moving to AO finals, mm-hmm. which was arguably, was obviously the biggest online event of all time. Cause it's one of the first still, sure. it was almost a thousand people in that one, man. Which is insane. I think it was four days. It was three or four days. I watched. I only got to watch a part of it. Yeah. Three or four days, at least four different streams going Yeah. for four platforms. I remember I had some of it on in the gym while we were there. Right. Um, but it was, I mean, I don't know. I, now, that, at that point, it was very polished. Okay. 
and uh, Scott Cronk over at um, oh yeah, I can't remember the name of his company. Uh, I don't know it either. Oh boy. <laughs> Well, anyway, he does in the show notes. He does the USAW live streams as well mm-hmm. as powerlifting and other sports, like other USA sponsored sports. Sure, but uh, th- he did a bang up job putting that together. Yeah, I remember the transitions and everything, and even the scoreboard. Like it was great. Um, I remember. Uh, so our friend Jenny Schumacher, hi to you out in Salt Lake. But I tuned into her sessions to listen because you know I saw her on the Instagram saying, "Hey, we're going live now." I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right, that's going on now." They were operating like uh, flight control people in the tower mm-hmm. tons of screens right. looking at different things keeping everything going speaking of flight control when we had it on in the gym and jenny was on screen with her like oh yeah bandana or whatever <laughs> the neck piece one of our lifters who had never seen a national event before was like why is there why are they dressed like flight attendants that was christina no, was no christina gomez. Oh, christina gomez was dressed up that's right that's right um and I'm the, like, no, the that's neckerchief. The, yeah, I'm like, no, that's just their uniform. But she is a she yeah. is a flight attendant, actually. <laughs> With Southwest. Yeah. My preferred flying for so. these types of things. Oh, yeah. Really Still good. have my companion pass, who is Patrick. Hey. They extended that, which was great. Yeah. Extended my A-list. Oh, nice. Yeah, and we still, you have pre-check still, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. I think I got it for the Arnold because I was like, man, we're going to be traveling all yeah, this, this year. And uh, then everything exactly. got shut down. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. But still have the pre-check. That's a five-year thing. So here we'll, we'll be around when they start coming back with to uh, uh, in-person events. Pre-check's fun. Before you had pre-check, I'd go to pre-check. And you'd go to regular. I'd say, see you at the gate. And you'd be at the gate. I'd be at the gate by the time they're starting to pull your pants down. That's it. <laughs> Sir, it's just routine check. What's with the glove? Yep. Sir, you have dark hair. Step aside. <laughs> <laughs> I might cut that out, actually. <laughs> anyway, so moving from uh, in-person regional and national events to now virtual, uh, like we said, we, we started that, or USA Weightlifting started that in the middle of the year last year. And it looks like, I got the schedule pulled up from last year, it looks like they had an online qualifier literally every single month starting in June. Now, I don't know if those were broadcast or not, but there's probably internal. Sure. Or at least for, for people to qualify for the online virtual nationals, you know. So these online quali- qualifiers, I think that's what I remember about those. It's been been a little bit. Yeah, and I, I can't say I've been following too closely. Sure. It was a good time for me to step away for a little bit. I was getting pretty, what you call, burned out mm-hmm. from, you know, four, five-day weekends. Right. 16, 16 hours a day, day full-blown yeah. concentration. Oh, man. Not much food. That was really starting to burn me out, especially mm-hmm. after the Youth Nationals in Anaheim. That was the one that did me in. Youth in Anaheim. I don't think I went to that one. No, it was me and Annabelle and oh, okay. um, Dave Pullis. Oh, Dave. Who oh, he, yeah. he moved. He moved to South Carolina. North North or South Carolina. Yeah, one of those. <laughs> he's thriving out there. His photos are have improved. They got better and better and better, and he's really doing good. That's awesome. So yeah, he's He a didn't guy. stop trying to get better at the craft. He was, he was working at it. Sure. I like what he's putting out. Yeah, uh, yeah, I see some of the the old like vintage cars or the classic cars. Yeah, they're very they're, the they portraits. got a nice contrast, high contrast, but not like too sharp. Mm-hmm. They just got a good feel to them, like a like a like an old post car. Uh, like if you're out in a log cabin, <laughs> right? Exactly. The sun's kind of going down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sun's getting kind of low there, big guy. <laughs> <laughs> What's that from? That's from Avengers. <laughs> When uh, when she's trying to talk Hulk into transforming oh, yeah. back, and the sun's getting kind of low, <laughs> or whatever. She listen says. to my voice. Yeah. Um, so bouncing into twenty one, you want to talk about this year of events, what it looks like? 
I can't think of the next one coming up yeah. uh, for USA Weightlifting that's going to be live. Yeah, so they we, haven't announced it. Yeah, Sorry. the live one looks like uh, what well, we got. Here's here's a schedule here. So National University Championships and North American Open Series One uh, in Utah. That's in, in March, Salt Lake so. City. It says hybrid event, so it will be both online and in person. And I think what we had brainstormed or talked about for that kind of thing was the online lifter would be on the big screen. Right. If they do that big screen again, because they were trying to get rid of that. Oh, the big LED uh, jumbotron, yeah. basically. Yeah, the scoreboard that was 20 feet tall. Dang. I mean, I'd love to have one of those, though. I can't, big, can't say I wouldn't. Big budget. But it would be cool, though, I think, to have the live lifter on that. Mm-hmm. The and judges in person do the judging. Right, and watching the, the feed on the big one so that nothing has to change and it still feels like a real right. Belt. And a big kudos to everybody at home that participated in those events. Oh, yeah. When we did the test event, camera angles were everywhere. The first actual live event like that mm-hmm. online, camera angles were erratic. Yeah. And by the time AO Finals came around, people had it under lock. Sure. Yeah, I think they kind of adapted and figure out, figured out. They became up with a standard. Yes, exactly. Um, found the right equipment and found, the you know, every, like you said, the camera angle, too. That's, now, I was that's busy cool. live streaming something else during the AO Finals, but had I not been, <laughs> I would have gladly... Uh, offered my services to a gym right to have like high quality broadcast going to the the meet yeah and the event that you were broadcasting was in our gym yes because uh, we share a space with some other businesses the aerial dragons right and so we <laughs> our gym was not operational that day either otherwise we would have hosted people right. on our platforms uh, but we just we could not that day uh, for very logistical reasons that was a fun live stream <clears throat> Patrick oh, yeah, yeah, was yeah, a cameraman the whole night hey I did some camera work and directing. And yeah, it, it came out. It, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was very different than what we're used to, but. <laughs> One unexpected surprise. Yeah. But we were able to manage. Definitely. Um, but as far as 2021 events, uh, it's something that they're doing this year that hasn't been. I mean, they started combining events before where we had U25s, universities, plus I think juniors that won last year. And that's just better for everybody. Right. But now they're having what's called a quote unquote nationals week. So in the, the late stages of July and, or I'm sorry, late June, early July, we've got nationals, juniors, under 25s, youths. Uh, and it just says nationals week. <laughs> it's a separate going to be a week. No, yeah, but it's, it's, I think it's like nine days in Detroit mm-hmm. <clears throat> and everyone's going to be competing over that week. So I can't promise I'm going to be able to go to that. Because it's nine days and right. it's out of town, and I mean, I don't know how I would pull that off. Could you imagine? Okay, so say could you, from a lifting life perspective, if we we're shooting, could you imagine sitting there for nine, for ten nine days, days straight, sixteen hours straight, taking photos? I mean, it'd be like worlds, but yeah. I, I didn't get to go to worlds. Right. I was always, I just couldn't go. But that's just, but even that wasn't as hardcore as a schedule as USAW does sometimes. Right. And I think worlds is just a couple sessions a day. Yeah, uh, where we're like one platform. This is going to be a holy, few holy hell masters iwf masters worlds is going to be online and ah, yes. i think it's going to be nine days as well now oh. that one i will be implementing i'll be augmenting the live stream with scott that's in march yes may okay. march there, or may there's one scheduled to Starts be in orlando in march and i think so it's moved to virtual yeah oh. iwf worlds oh iwf okay masters i think it masters, masters, masters nationals, nationals i'm sorry masterful lifting got it yeah got that it, that, it. <laughs> that should be interesting oh boy as long as I think the seniors are running the electronic part, <laughs> right. the masters, that's the dig, but I'm yeah. a master as well. Hey, so. same. So, yeah. And I still have trouble with Zoom here and there, so it's, it's not a slide, <laughs> I, pr- I promise. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
What else? Yeah, I forgot about You're, the Masters Nationals. Yeah. That's just looking out in the spring. Mm-hmm. I haven't even forecast in the summer yet. Yeah, the only thing in summer is the Nationals Week, and then they got uh, American Open Series 2 in Canada yeah, September 15 to 19. I do not foresee traveling for that. Yeah, me either. I, I don't can't. even know if the, the Southwest would have to go to Albany. Mm-hmm. What part in Canada? Uh, Prid- Pridis? Pridis? I don't know where that is. P-R-I-D-D-I-S. Uh, any Canadians want to correct us on that, you can you can email us with the, the pronunciation key. Um, but yeah, I don't foresee going to even even the the nationals. I don't know that we'll we'll go this year unless unless I don't know. We'll see. Depends on a lot. I'm focusing more on live streaming. Right at this point in my life. Yeah, and going back to what you said, you not paying too much too close attention to what's going on out there, especially in the IWF world. Like 2020 was a year where I mean, speaking specifically for us, like diving head in and keeping our business alive you know and, yeah and it was tough gyms were closed yeah there was a lot that closed last year of small businesses in general i think the death toll of small businesses is close to two hundred thousand nationwide so it's i mean that's restaurants that's everything and it's, it's really sad um but you know keeping above water was main priority so that's why a, a part of the reason the podcast fell behind too because we were all doing high high priority things so at least from my point of view. We were able to get the the live aspect going. Yeah. With the, the remote where we did the video. Sure. That was fun. That was a good yeah. challenge. That was a new thing for me. Yeah. Every time we do that kind of stuff, I learn something new. Mm-hmm. So. Plus, I did start a new business in August. Oh, okay. So, the tangent. Let's t- tell us about it. Cornhole. <laughs> what, is, what is cornhole? <laughs> it's the game you play. You've, they actually had it in San Diego at the Masters World Cup, they brought a couple of USAW cornhole boards. Oh, really? Now that I think about it, I oh, was playing funny. on those. But, uh, yeah, they tossed the bags onto the board in the yep. hole. Well, me and my neighbors play a lot. We played a lot in the spring and summer, and we were playing on some old raggedy boards. So mm. I said, I c- I'll make us a new pair. <laughs> I can do better than this. And I did it. They were all right. <laughs> if I look at them now, they are absolute junk. Are they better than mine downstairs? My board, the ones I made, I don't, yeah. I don't think so. Okay. If you, <laughs> I mean, mine are kind of bad. These, these will cause injury <laughs> oh, if really? you don't carry them right. They're heavy. Oh yikes! And they're sharp. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> I started getting better at making the boards, refining, and more people started to want them. And then I was selling boards, but I wanted to sell them with bags. Bags were getting hard to find, scarce. I wanted to do custom bags, like that match the theme of the boards, but I had to wait six or eight weeks just to get them from the only company I knew that did custom bags at the time. And then during, I've ordered one set of bags, took six weeks. I thought it was a fluke because I'd emailed them and said, Hey, what's the deal? Like, oh, here we're shipping tomorrow. Okay, good. So you messed up and maybe missed the order. So I ordered, oh, yeah, this guy. I ordered another set. Same thing. A month later, I hadn't heard anything. I'm like, guys, what is the deal here? And there was, it was just because they were so backlogged and they weren't making them fast. Yeah. I decided I'm going to learn how to do this on my own. So those were the, the custom printed ones or were they? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I did all a bunch of research. There's not much out there. You had to really scrap together to figure out what's what and mm. learn how to sew. <laughs> I bought a sewing machine, <laughs> bought fabric, and now it's a full, full-blown full business. I put a lot of money into it just yeah. to get the sublimation things going, that aspect. Just tried to make the right choices from the start. Mm-hmm. Like, Buy big, buy bigger than you need, and now I need I need bigger because I'm making so wow. many bags. Yeah, it, it got pretty popular. Like grow into what you got until you need more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, my 
I didn't really have a marketing plan. Mm-hmm. It was more like there was two people that I knew that made boards regularly, and I noticed they didn't ever put out bags. So I said, uh, if I get up and running, can I make your bags? Said, yeah, sure. Wow. So as soon as I was ready, I texted one guy. He goes, okay, we need these sets right now. So I was already <laughs> in business like the first day. Wow. No kidding. And from there, it's grown. I think I've made at least 3,000 bags since the end of August. Dang. Um, I started an Etsy shop at the beginning of September, and that grew exponentially through November and December, thanks to Christmas. And right now, I'm just waiting for it to blow back up again. January, wow. February is usually low sales. But, I mean, you've seen the house. I've got. Yeah. I've put all the money that I made back into the business, profit cycling. And yeah. It's grown. Oh. My original goal was to get 2,000 pounds of the little pellets yeah. that go inside the bag because I was buying them 65 pounds at a time, and it was costly. Right. So my goal was, oh, by the end of the year, I want to have that big 2,000-pound box. So, so that box is 2,000. I thought it was 1,000. 2,000 pounds. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I got it at the beginning of the December. Yeah. paid cash for it. So I remember coming there, I think maybe in September, like fall time, maybe not quite December, but going over to your house and the door like lodged against boxes behind yeah. it and i walked in and i'm like what is all this you're like oh these are outgoing shipments and i was like holy crap <laughs> yeah, a then they're all bags <laughs> it's wild yeah they come up with logistics made a whole website yeah it's the first time i ever got payments to actually work on a website no hmm. and it's not tragic looking it's not great yeah i need to put time into it or hire somebody else like oh, maybe patrick <laughs> so, <laughs> so what's what's it called B three cornhole. B three cornhole. Now the B three. What's that stand for? It stand for really originally it was boards by Blada. That's my last name. All right. Now it's more like bags by Blada. Bags, yeah. Because boards but boards take a long time, huh? They do. People tend to buy one set of boards. Yeah. But people will buy many sets of bags to find mm-hmm. what they like, new designs. Plus they're smaller, easier to store, etc. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of boards, though, I, I found a guy local that'll do direct printing on the cornhole tops. Hey. So, whatever design. Mm-hmm. You have in mind is like you want this mug C three PO on it? No problem. What prints with like stain, print? Uh, it's a UV printer. Oh, nice. Okay, full color. Yeah. Oh, wow. Many color. Wow. Really neat. I'm gonna do a couple test sets with him. And uh, what was I saying? Uh, B three bags yeah. by Blada. Bags by Blada. Boards by Blada. Yeah. I'm not gonna. Say, well, the road I live on is Blue Beach, <laughs> and so I, th- I coined it for our neighbors were the Blue Beach baggers. Blue Beach bag. Oh, baggers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there's another B three. So you start a start a gang. <laughs> Put your print your gang signs on yeah. the on the back. We we'll get leather jackets with patches. <laughs> yeah, grease your hair back. Good with a blue beach bag. <laughs> Where are you from? Blood. Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Tampa. But no, it's crazy to see it blow up. You said over three thousand since since August. Individual bags. Individual yeah. I don't know how many sets. In okay. fact, I'm losing count. I need to do my taxes. So they come in sets of four, correct? That's like a half set. A half, or a half set, yeah. That's what one person would throw. One player would use four, yeah. yeah. So if you get one, get a full set for your for your board, eight then you bags. Have eight bags, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, divided by eight ish. I mean, the probably divided by four probably. It's a, a lot good average, yeah. I mean, and since uh, the start, I've found <laughs> ways to. Make them faster. Yeah. Retain the same quality level. Um, heck, the first big improvement was a large format printer. Mm. I was going from these two desktop printers to do the prints for the sublimations, which goes into the heat press. That's how you get the color on the bags and the customization. It would take maybe 20 minutes or more, depending on how the printers felt about ink, to print <laughs> one set of bags. Black is out. What? <laughs> PC load letter. <laughs> exactly. And I was getting mad. So mm-hmm. <laughs> 
I've witnessed, I've witnessed the PC load letter firsthand yeah. a couple of times. <laughs> it is real. Yeah. Although I didn't kick those printers because they're expensive. Right. I could probably sell them for more than <laughs> I bought Take them Take it out with a baseball bat. And you're like, <laughs> I should sell those. Yeah. But either way, I got a new printer. Cool. This thing does a set of bags in three minutes. Wow. So that's, you could print in large format too, probably. Yeah, yeah. 44, 44-inch paper, 42-inch yep. wide sublimation prints Dang. on a roll. So, I mean, with the right size press, mm-hmm. you could do a whole blanket. You can do entire shirts. Plus, you can sublimate other things like wood if you got the right coating on it, tile, you mugs. Wood? Yeah, you can oh, do coasters. Surface, yeah. yeah. Huh. Towels? You, you, you can do, yeah, polyester towels. That's nice. what I wanted to make was a keep sweating towel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be great. Green, obviously. So that saves hours and hours and hours. Then That's... the others, because this is all in preparation for this month. In fact, last week where I went back to work for full time, 40 mm-hmm. hours a week. So I need to make sure I can make the same amount of bags right. in half the time. I see. Then the fabric cutting that came about this weekend. I got a free, not free. I paid almost nothing for an industrial fabric cutter. Mm. This thing, I mean, you saw the video. Yep. That knife that goes up and down. Yeah. Before cutting a, all that fabric would have took me at least an hour and a half, maybe two hours. Mm-hmm. I did it in twenty five minutes. So now you're doing kind of like behind the scenes or tutorials. Did I see? That? Yes, there's going to be yeah. tutorials on the web page, uh, YouTube page, uh, how to make bags. There's just nothing out there. Right. I, mean, I had to learn on my own and figure it out, which. It's costly, right. so I'm going to save some people some dollars and get more bag makers going so that everybody who buys a set of boards will get a set of bags at the same time. That's, mm-hmm. what, I, that's what I want. Sure. Man. Yeah, I mean, like it's nationwide. It's, it's pumping out every week. I mean, you got bags going all the time. All the time. I'm going to make a couple sets when I get home. <laughs> nice. You can follow that at B3Cornhole, B3Cornhole on Instagram. That's right. Check we'll out the we'll bags plug that in the yeah. show notes so people get a direct link. But this yeah, you guys July, gotta... at the end of July, the American Cornhole Organization Worlds is going to be in Bradenton, Florida. Seriously? Yes, sir. Okay, I'm going to come to that. That's a week long at least. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to come watch that, even if it, it, Bradenton. So, yeah, it's about an hour from us, so that's not bad. No, yeah, it's not bad at all. Like it's like 30 trip. minutes from me. Yeah. I want to be either a vendor yeah. If I can't vend, I'm going to see if I can do the live stream because I know I can do it better. Right. And if I can't do that, I mean, I can't play. You have to qualify to play. Okay, okay. But I definitely want to be a vendor, have it be like a thing where people can order a bag yep. on the spot. We make it. They watch us make it. If they want to maybe get their hands on, like build a bear, mm-hmm. come and make a bag because the sewing machines I got coming back, there's so much going on. I, we could do a whole episode on just. Sure. <laughs> well, uh, this is tangent and, and not. Speaking of sewing machines. Right, but. If and when you become a vendor of that place, let me know, and we'll make some materials, like oh, yeah. big uh, fold-out signs and all that kind of – you've seen all the Most kind of def. shit that we've got for, for keep pulling so we can make banners and all that stuff. I'm trying to get my mentor from uh, Illinois to come down and partner up for oh, that yeah. at the booth. And, heck, if you and Liz want to come too sure. and run yeah, a we'll store – yeah, th- yeah, this is going to be – I we'll think it will be huge. We'll stand there and take orders all day with an iPad. I mean, i got an too iPad. Easy. We can use that too. Um, even custom bags, I want to do that where we can design them on the spot, print them at night at home, and then make them the next day. Yeah, I mean, build a bag station. Yeah. Oh, that'd be get some hands on. Actually, that's a great idea. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Andy's endeavor, and it is taking off like wildfire. It's it's they impressive sell to watch. themselves. I couldn't they, believe it. Yeah, it's craziness. So B three Cornhole on Instagram. Do you have a website too? B three Cornhole dot com. Yep. Awesome. Check it out. We'll put it in the show notes. But that is. That is the the bee's knees when it comes to BAGs. Yeah, and go figure. Like the first post I made on Instagram, I didn't put no hashtags. I just started posting pictures of bags yeah. I was making. I have over 500 followers now since August. Mm. 
Since September, actually. Wow. I don't even have that much on my photography page. I think I have still no hashtags. <laughs> I know. Not that my photography is any good, but uh, stay tuned. All right. So now to the main topic of today of our episode and the title of this event or title of this podcast, a series of fortunate events. I like the title. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I got a giggle out of Liz for that one too. Everybody like that. Uh, I like being clever. <laughs> <laughs> You're so smart. So uh, <laughs> what this means is, <laughs> so we at keep pulling have, I mean, we're known for weightlifting, but we're also being uh, recognized quite heavily for our events as well. And what I mean by events, that includes competitions, uh, the, the meetups quarterly that we used to do, which I we're love going to try to bring those back in 21. I think we can do it. Uh, I just need to get a pulse of how people feel about that stuff uh, and, and a bunch of other community stuff that we do just to bring people together. But the main one that we love to push, uh, aside from the meetups, is our competitions because, well, for many reasons, but we do three a year was our annual schedule, Tampa Bay Spring Classic in April or March timeframe. I'll just tell the dates for this year. Spring Classic in March, Practice Classic in June, Area Classic in September, and then now we have a Holiday Classic in December. So what we're doing this year is we're linking them all together in a series because that was the next logical or illogical step that we we're going to do because for each event we try to add something new. But this year it was like, listen, 2020 was weird. Uh, we had some events canceled, but this year we're looking to be on track for all four. Let's put them together into a Keep Pulling Grand Prix series where people can compete in one or many of these. And we have a finals at the end of the year. They score points along the way, and they compete for big cash prizes. And it's about time, almost like almost past due for something like this sure. from, from you. Because I'm looking at the thing, Tampa Bay Area Classic 8. Yeah. That means eight years. Yeah, well, kind of. So Ish. brief history, the first event I put on was in 2013, and that was unsanctioned. And you did that one, I yeah, think. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it was the With a shirt on. Cause. T- yeah, TBA. <laughs> we didn't require singlets or anything, uh, but TBA Open 1, TBA Open 2 was 2014, and then we started sanctioned events in 15, which started with the Tampa Bay Area Classic 1. Um, and then we did... Area Classic 2 and 3 in the same year the next year, so that's why there's 8. Um, but we've been doing them. This is this will be our 6th year, so Tampa Bay Spring Classic 4, Practice Classic 4 this year, and Area Classic 8, which the Spring Classic 4 is our 13th sanctioned event. Um, yeah, and then 14 and then 15 would be the end of the year. Uh, I'm sorry, the Area Classic. <clears throat> so let's talk series and then we'll talk about yes the, get the, into the the craziness nitty, of our events. here <clears throat> so all of this uh kind of came about because one we have partnered with valor fitness they have been super instrumental in helping us uh, take our events to the next 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 level uh, it seems like every time like they think of this stuff the same way as we do like when we sit down and have meetings it's like well how can we step this one up i think what's good about them coming up with ideas for how a live event would be is they're not that in deep with weightlifting. So they can come up with something really crazy and then let you adapt weightlifting to it versus them adapting the show to weightlifting. Exactly. But they do have a long and deep history of putting on events, not just CrossFit or anything like that. But I know Jim, the CEO was involved with like 
I think he did some stuff with like Super Bowl vending and stuff like that. So he was he's like in been in big events. So he has the vision for what uh, like a live like you said a live spectator event should be and how how to elevate that experience, which is great because like we want to elevate the experience too. And you know we see what we see from the weightlifting lens. And mm-hmm. Like you said, he not doesn't necessarily it's not a bad thing. Doesn't necessarily have the you know. 10 11 12 years of seeing you know weightlifting events in a gym with you know a little backdrop yeah trying to stay awake which is which is great i mean that's how the grassroots started but you know now our vision is to kind of bring the experience up for everybody he's able to see it as the weightlifting is something that takes place at this event mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's not a weightlifting event per se sure it's a event where there is weightlifting and other things as well right so it's 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 they've come a long way since our unsanctioned meet with eight people in it <laughs> back in 13 um and it's just it's been a slow growth but it's been manageable because we don't try to force it we just do that next thing each time and then yeah. we'll keep rolling with it too many changes at once might might not work no way it's just like coaching weightlifting you're like hey let's change everything then <laughs> nothing changes <laughs> <laughs> it all fell apart so well heck, at the last one i mean i was a little worried because that was the most technological stuff i've oh, ever yeah. done at a meet and it worked it, it, it took a lot of planning and we sure planned did. it out and yeah it I think, worked not that we haphazardly do stuff at the last minute but i think the month leading up we were working on ad spots and yeah uh loading stuff for the displays and the, the jumbotrons i call them quote unquote uh, but just <laughs> we had animations for good lift bad lift too like making all that stuff way ahead of time just so it looked like an event so and getting it all programmed in, I knew in my head how I wanted to sure. do it. I just had to do it with my hands. Yep. And if you've ever done anything like th- you've seen a video of something and then you want to do it yourself, sometimes the hands and the head mm. <laughs> don't want to it's do like the I same know things. where I need to go, but I need to yeah. mess up a couple times <laughs> to make it work. Uh, it's just like graphic design. It's like sometimes I'll do something, sleep on it, come back, and I'm like, oh, I hate it. I'm and that happened over. too. It was like I've, I've made a whole stream profile yeah and i was like wait oh no i have to do it again <laughs> i then i did i did the whole thing from scratch again sure. just to get one like loophole fixed and that is the creative process in a nutshell <clears throat> so speaking of creative process here was the creative thought process behind the series uh, grand i'm sorry keep pulling grand prix series is the official title here's our rules and qualifications so we have three events leading up to the finals so we have uh march june september are our series events and then our finals is in december as part of the tampa bay holiday classic so what do athletes have to do to be part of the series one you must compete in at least one of our grand prix series events to be eligible for the series finals so at least one meaning you could do all three if you want and the finals um and that's how you get the most points yes? that's how you get the most points oh yeah we don't talk about scoring um and then second t- secondly the finals will be for the top 16 men and women ranked across all three events. So in addition, ooh, excuse me, in addition to keeping results for each individual event, I'm going to pool all of the results together and sort them by Sinclair and the top overall men and the top overall women, uh, the 16 of them will be the rotating scoreboard after each event. So you could technically bump someone out of top 16, and you can make it to the finals and bump them out. You see, you see what I mean? So it's like uh, kind of like rotating Grand Prix. So the leaderboard uh, will be live updated after each event so people can see where they stand. Hmm. 
And this is throughout the whole year. Throughout the whole year, yep. <clears throat> so that's why it's in someone's best interest if they want to compete for that teaser $1,000. What? Um, then it's in their best interest to score as many points as they can at, at each of these events. So and Dang. at the at each event, the top Sinclair man or male and female uh, will be guaranteed a spot in the Grand Prix Finals. So we'll secure uh, three men and three women at the end. So that's six. Uh, so then ten spots will be contended for. Yeah, if that makes sense. <clears throat> that's so, a big yeah. prize. Yeah, I would like it's a minimum of seven hundred and fifty dollars for the first place winner at finals. Very nice. minimum. It depends on how much I can raise throughout the year. Uh, but yeah, now we're dumping money into into prize money. So I would love to give a thousand dollars away for the first place men and women. That'd be nuts. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, and for the first year, hello, hey, and then yeah. year two might be more. And then that's that's the idea is you know, get people interested and get people involved and and you know supporting the event so that, I mean. People will come out and, and compete for this this prize money. And then eventually, I think this um, format can be expanded. Sure. To yeah. like the southeast. To different states. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, originally I called it the Tampa Bay Grand Prix. And I was like, you yeah, know, that's, that's kind of limiting, you know. So, I mean, even if it's around the state of Florida at first and or, you know, like you said, the southeast. I mean, Plus KP Grand Prix rhymes. KP GP. That's it. So, but yeah, uh, looking forward to it. And as far as scoring, <clears throat> we have a whole scoring table on our website at keepolling.com slash Grand Prix. <laughs> so if you go to our website and get, click on events, there's a tab specifically for the Grand Prix. One word, G-R-A-N-D-P-R-I-X. That's it. P-R-I-X, like the Francais. Yeah, the Grand Prix. <laughs> That's it. So like we said, so the top 16 series ranked uh, will be based on Sinclair. And I like Sinclair better than Roby because it takes into account your body weight. And I think it's a more accurate measure of performance, um, you know, but that's just me. Just saying. Just saying. So, <laughs> uh, so top Sinclair, top 16 will go, uh, athletes will score and accumulate points. So just for, as an example, first, second, first place at a series event will earn 40 points. Second will earn 37. Third will earn 34 and it goes all the way down to uh, 14th place. You can score. One you get point. one point. Right. So seemingly someone could compete in the the March event and place first and score 40 points. And then uh, they compete in the June event and place fifth and they score 28 points. So you just keep adding your points together for a total. And then at the finals, uh, first place is worth 100, second 75, third 55, fourth 35, and fifth place is the last scoring place at 15 points. So that way it, you know, Someone who competes in only the first one and the finals could still be a contender, but also someone who competes at all three in places like sixth or fifth. Yeah, if you got fourth, board, 31 yeah. points at each event, you're sitting on 90, 124 there, points. There you go. And that's a pretty mm -hmm. good start because if you got fourth in the finals, it's another 35 points. Sure. And you're at 156. There you go. And then someone, someone who plays, so 159 and someone who places first in spring, and it's like, oh, yeah, I'm done. I'll see you at finals. And they place yeah. first again. And they're that's missing a, some points. That's, right? a, that's 140 versus the 159, the guy who guy or girl who plays fourth or third all the way across whatever you said. Yeah, so you're better off <clears throat> doing maybe getting between fourth and sixth sure. at every event. Sure. Which is good. Yeah. And it's not to say our our events are now going to start catering towards, you know, super highly competitive people. Um, but, you know, that's just the other end of the spectrum. You know, the, 
the 16 men and women are just going to be one session of the holiday classic. So sessions three and four in the middle of the day, that's, that's all it is. Okay. Um, whereas, uh, session one and two will be people who signed up for the general event, uh, because our events draw a lot of beginners and, you know, I've, I've always said beginners are just as important as elite athletes, if not more, um, because they're the future, mm-hmm. they're the future. So, and we also, we always have at least like 30 to 40 who have never done a meet before at our events at, at consistently every single one. Heck the last meet, <laughs> I can't remember his name, but it was the kid with the long hair. He was the first lifter. I oh, didn't. The, the small. The, yeah, the, I had the no idea. And now yeah. the way we were set up, I'm looking over the top of things. Yeah. And he was. He walked out. I had no idea. And I'm announcing, <laughs> "Come on out! Yeah. You're up. You got 40 seconds." I didn't even see him. Come on, let's go. He's on the bar. I'm like, "Come on, let come on out." <laughs> Yeah, I finally was, saw this kid, uh, and he lit, went six for six. Yeah, I forget his, first his name. Meet. I think I think he lifted for Train Harder, but yeah, he had the like shoulder Heck, length. I think three hair. quarter of the people lifted for Train. Harder. I know. They, yeah, then <laughs> they uh, came out. They did, and they are for Spring Classic this year too. Because right when I opened registration, I think well, early sold out in like uh, twenty hours, and then now we now we're in a general registration, and they they've got a lot of people coming back too. Like those guys out there, kudos to you. Train Harder is up in. Uh, trinity i guess i'm not sure i don't know odessa somewhere up oh, in that, in that northern area like border of pasco county state um, road 54 yeah they, they're state road 54 and collier or something like that i i can't remember um i've actually never been there but yeah jordan has come jordan garrison is the coach out there at the barbell club and you know they they represented our events uh almost consistently every single year so kudos to you guys uh, for what you're doing he coaches high school too so they're doing great things up there speaking of coaching high school oh yeah so <laughs> speaking of new endeavors uh i finally got a high school job high school weightlifting coaching job uh, up in pasco county which is about an hour north drive for me um but i do it because I mean, you've been wanting to do I've it for years and wanting for since years. you told me i mean you know you know i've been talking about this for for a long time but the county we're in hillsborough does not do high school weightlifting at all and it's a big county. And it's the eighth largest in the nation. 210,000 students, and they don't do high school weightlifting. So, uh, and it's big in Florida, high school weightlifting. Huge. Big, like wrestling. Yes. Uh, and that's why I think um, a lot of powerhouse weightlifters come out of Florida because they lifted in high school, which granted mm-hmm. it's bench press and clean and jerk, but they're still doing the classic lift, you know, 0.5 of them. <laughs> but this year they introduced the snatch as an optional lift. Yes. As a third and you know exhibition, they're they're calling it, <clears throat> so it doesn't count towards your total. However, the motion is happening to replace the bench press with the snatch, and I think it happens next year. Wow! Uh, the next season that comes around, uh, if not then the following. So that's been a long time battle, and looks like <laughs> I got involved with the high school team just in time. Just in time. Where I'm at Lando Lakes High School, which coincidentally, uh, my father-in-law Ike Klauka coaches the runs the varsity volleyball program over there and my wife liz Klauka, uh runs the jv volleyball program over there so we're having a family affair up there so come you're up on to, the group plan come up to come up to lando lakes if you want some good coaching of volleyball and weightlifting <laughs> so we still have to have our grudge match in volleyball i i know we've been talking when about liz that gets better and we're gonna yeah yeah when she's when she's recovered and <laughs> can get back on a volleyball court we need to go two on two I'm going to start loosening it up right now. Mm-hmm. We can go out back, throw some bags, and <laughs> hit some balls. <laughs> you want to take this outside we'll for take, some lawn sports? <laughs> we'll right now. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so the Keep Pulling Grand Prix, we're super excited. Uh, there have been a, a lot of people have shot me messages and called me and to talk to me about this idea because they, they, they said it was great and their lifters like saw it and, and they're talking about it. And uh, you can view insights on Instagram. And when I posted it on uh, the events page, like it's been shared a ton. So nice. I'm glad. I'm glad it's a good idea, not just in our circle of brain thinking, you know? So it's not just a good idea. The implementation that it's going to happen is it's going to make it big. Sure. And, and that's the hope is that it's popular and people like it and people enjoy competing in it so that, you know, as, as the interest, Oh, there goes my dog. So as the interest rises, then, you know, we can put a little bit more into it. Yes. So we've got a lot to put into these meets. Oh yes. There's, there's no shortage of ideas. Right. So, but like we said, one at a time, one idea at a time so that, you know, by the, the time we get to the bottom of the hill, the snowball is gigantic. I've always wanted to have a group pl- playlist. Oh, we should do that. Where people can submit, like, oh, this was what it was. When they register, they submit a couple songs that they huh. like. That way I can make a playlist out of all the songs everybody likes. Right. Filter out the explicit ones. Uh, I can do that in one of the athlete emails, like click here to add to a Spotify playlist. Yeah. And, and just with a disclaimer that if it's explicit, we will remove it. Yeah. Or we won't play it as loud. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, at the Imagine Dragons, uh, Aerial Dragon. Oh, oh, my Ariel. God. I did it again. <laughs> I do that all the time. <laughs> at the Aerial Dragons show. Oh, man. During the intermission, they were doing some fun stuff. And, oh, the twerking. Yeah. And, oh, so they man. called for some twerk music, and I just put that in spotify search really? <laughs> that's all ignored put. all the e's that were flashing red oh man i'm like oh this will work turned it up oh boy that's funny she walked into the gym the other day i was like what's up mo glitter <laughs> she's like you know it baby <laughs> she was awesome <laughs> oh i know no one probably knows what we're talking about but no <laughs> that's okay uh, what else anything should we say anything else about the grand prix i mean that's that's the big things coming that that we've always wanted to do. Are you going to do a different kind of metal? Oh yeah. Like a, I'm, I'm looking into, flavor, flavor. I'm looking into custom die cast metals for at least the, at least the finals, um, which that's going to be a six piece order, which will probably make the price per unit astronomical. I got some connections in this, uh, oh. maker's world. I can probably find something. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's do oh, that. and the guy that I said, you know, was going to print on the tops that UV yes. printer prints on anything. Huh. Oh, we can make new singlets too. I could custom print you a singlet with the sublimation. Interesting. We, we'll have to try that with, with one of the virus ones I've got here because... If it's I, polyester, I believe we can do it. Like we can at least do black. Okay. Yeah, black would be good. Um, oh, man. What were we just talking about? I had something important to say. Metals. Oh, metals. Yes. Diecast. <clears throat> I do need to order those by February um, with enough lead time to get them in. And what I do is I last what I did last year was I ordered for all events or uh, two years prior. Excuse me. Um, but I do want to get some bigger ones, if not custom die cast. Have you seen the ones I got at home from Bobby Circus's meets down in Texas? No. These are pretty darn nice. Really? Big, heavy, custom. Okay. Yeah. I'll ask him where he gets some. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and when I was I'm going to see him next weekend. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. You're going out Texas to Texas. State. Um, but San Antonio. I'll, I'll have to see. I think we used crown awards when we did the, cause for when we, when I was on the board, Florida weightlifting did, uh, custom state championship medals die cast hmm. um and i i, I want to say oh geez i want to say that was with crown awards but 
I mean, there's plenty of. But if you got someone that. Yeah, if you had, if you know everybody, go ahead, like, comment, yeah. and love. Yeah, send us send us a comment <laughs> or whatever, whatever you do on the internet. <laughs> send us your hate mail. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, got plenty of that lately. Uh, but anyway, so <laughs> Grand Prix, <laughs> like I said before, cash prizes. We want to give away cash prizes uh, at each event too, either in the form of, uh, you know. so your entry fee or you can carry that into the next event like if you won first place then you can carry that into into the next event and register um, for that but the big cash prize at the end of the year so first place minimum $750 second place something like uh, 250 resonates maybe 300 and then the last one would be like 150 first second and third so that's pretty good that's worth the time yeah wonder how many people would travel how far they'd go and that's because remember it's not just the finals you need to be correct at at least one of the others yeah which you still have a pretty good chance uh if you take first in sinclair at one of the events and then first in in sinclair at the end so 140 i have a spreadsheet where i did a bunch of like different lifter scenarios of like first place fifth place second and then you know fourth at finals to see where they would stack up Uh, and it's pretty it can get pretty competitive in those like top five or six. Um, so, so you don't have to get first every time you do not, you could, you could get third, fourth across the board. And then, you know, you'd be, you definitely would be a contender at the finals. So that's, that's why there's such a big sp- a point spread at the finals is uh, so that it, it, it gives everyone the opportunity to kind of be a contender for the top, top three places. <clears throat> so, that's what's going on. So we'll see see how it lands this year, and hopefully it'll just be a thing. So that way, keep pulling. You know, twenty 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 one Grand Prix series, twenty twenty two Grand Prix series, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. So <clears throat> and returning champs and yeah, and I was thinking do it like Hall of Fame and records, so you could like break a record uh, and yeah, get, get a prize. some extra extra vendor uh, prizes. Yeah, like a like, like a Valor gift card or something. Sorry, I haven't talked to them about this yet, but <laughs> like some kind of a gift card from a vendor or something or a sponsor. You can use their American nudge, Express nudge. black card for one minute. Oh my goodness, yeah. <laughs> like Mr. Beast. Uh, but yeah, just to to add a little bit more. Uh, so it's not just oh well, I'm not that competitive. Why would I do this anyway? Oh well, I'll go see if I can. I don't know, get best technique award or right. something, you know, we still do that, which we also do that. Um, we get medals for that. <laughs> I remember I used to say, um, people would ask me, well, what if, what if it looks ugly when I'm out there? I'm like, well, if you make it, no one gives technique awards. And then we started giving <laughs> technique awards. But I'm there's like, no style points. Right. But on the, on the platform, it's like, you know, we're, sometimes there's the point where you just got to do what you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> you got to sit back and admire and say, this person is real. You could tell they've, Really consistent. Yeah. And everyone that we've chosen has been like, wow, not yeah. just strong, but the same. Very precise. The same, same, yeah. Same. So, yeah, either six for six or like five for six, they've yeah. all gone. I think we've uh, had some people open a session that have won the technique awards. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, it's not about how much you lift, it's how yep. you lift it. Yep. And a, a beautiful lift is, is literally a work of art. So, we, we recognize it when it happens. Now, uh, Valor Fitness. Yes. They're Valor. moving to the Lakeland area. Oh, they're not moving. That's a second relocation. Location. Second location? Yeah, that's, okay. that's a second distribution warehouse. Well, so let's, way off. let's let's uh let's love on Valor here for a minute. <clears throat> I know we're at fifty minutes, but we'll we'll v- talk about them. L O R So Valor Fitness is headquartered in St. Pete, Florida. It's technically Seminole, but it's like that weird triangular area that's like kind of Pinellas County kind of not. 
and they are a i think they started in commercial manufacturing commercial gym manufacturing and then they started stepping into the crossfit world uh and then like when when they started getting involved with us they're like man we should do kilo plates and all this stuff because mm-hmm. weightlifting's cool and i'm like yeah weightlifting's cool so we kind of we not kind of teamed up but we definitely teamed up uh it's, it's specifically for our events too um but they are now expanding and they're located in seminole which is a weird part of tampa bay uh but very industrial when i say weird it's not weird stop saying weird (laughs) (laughs) and they are putting a second (laughs) distribution where god i'm awkward second distribution warehouse in lakeland right there off i4 like it's this yellow building that was been abandoned for a very very long Hmm. time and i think the plan is they're just going to demolish and rebuild but you can see it right there on the interstate um and they're putting in the the distribution stuff uh retail center They'll have a hall for events like like they do at this one. I think it's going to be slightly bigger. I think it was wider. Was, yes. Was, yeah. um, and then they're, the plan is, depending on zoning, I don't know if I should say this, but I'm going to say it. They're going to like punch out the back and build like a, a 5,000 square foot just gym. That's big. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's just available, like open kind of gym, I think is the concept, not like staffed where it's like, hey, we're Valor CrossFit Lakeland or whatever. Maybe we have one of those gyms where you have a entry card. Correct. You can yeah. go 24 hours a day. Exactly. Like scan in, have a membership, whatever. Um, but Gorilla yeah. Fitness was doing that. When, when I saw that on, on Insta, I was like, oh, they did it because he told, he told us mm-hmm. about the idea. And I was like, oh, that'd be cool, you know, to do some stuff in Lakeland and uh, one of our gals, Anitra, lives out in Lakeland, and she's come on board to help us with our events. But Anitra Goddard lives out there, so we're kind of perfect. But they're they're doing great, and you know, it, seeing what they do, I mean, they're they're great people over there, man. Yeah, like, like we said, they're the event ma- uh, masters, masterminds. So yeah, J- uh, um, Jim and Jackie Vanderbleek uh, run the show over there, and you know, I work with a lot of the, the folks over there on their marketing, like Craig and, and Jeff, shout out to you guys. Cause they, they helped us formulate a lot of these ideas that poor Craig, <laughs> the last me, <laughs> he, he had never seen weightlifting. Yeah. That's what he told me. And so I had it set up for him to run my stream deck to yeah. control the yes, let no lifts and yeah. some stream stuff. They add spots. So it was all one terminal. Yeah. It's very easy to do. If you had seen weightlifting, you know the flow. Right. He's like, uh, what What happens now? <laughs> when do Poor I push guy. This? So I, I gave him a 10-minute crash course. Yeah. I mean, like, I had to go announce sure. that kind of fast. And he got it. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah, he's a, he's a so short he, one. He came through, and he sat there all day, mm-hmm. 15 feet in front of my dual 18-inch subwoofers. That's it. <laughs> Just dealing with the sound. And about I think at about 5.30, he was like, hey, man, how, do you think uh, how much longer is cut this? out? Because I think he had something to plan with his wife. And I was like, dude, take off. We got it. <laughs> um <laughs> But uh, no, he he's great, and actually, the the smoke and laser show was pretty much his idea because yeah. he's like he this brought next up, one's going to be bigger. He brought up uh, like jujitsu world tournament or whatever in Orlando that they have there, and he's like, man, they, they walk walk people out on a catwalk, and there's like smoke and lasers like, and yeah, lighting. The WWE. Was, he's like, you should do something like that. I'm like, huh, okay. <laughs> so we did, <laughs> and I got two lights, two big ones like this one you got back here, the IP sixty or whatever okay. it is. Yeah, yeah. I have two of those that are big, but I just forgot I had them. Okay, could have brought them. Yeah, they change colors. We but, have uh, uh, four or six of these, I think, because we got them for the Christmas decorations or whatever. But um, we can definitely use all of those. And even... I think the next one, I'm willing to put in a little dough to help rent. Oh, Liz is gonna kill me <laughs> to help rent. Um, Bigger, better smoke and light machines. Oh, really? You can yeah. rent that stuff? Yeah. Oh, of course oh, you yeah. can. Um, probably like DJRentals.com yeah. or something. 
if that's a real site, then you can pay us for advertising. <laughs> <laughs> I have djdecal.com. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. But even the, the aerial dragons, they have, um, they were like, oh, we have smoke machines. I was like, oh, well, I have a smoke machine too, and I'm buying more. And she's like, well, we have smoke machines that put the smoke inside bubbles, and they shoot the bubbles full of smoke. And oh, I'm like, God. okay, all right, you're out on me. <laughs> I'm not going to stop there, but they have all the LED stuff too. So. We have butterflies that carry glitter bombs. <laughs> I know, literally. But and and we spin fire and we put fire in bubbles. They do. They spit fire. <laughs> We're not there yet. <laughs> that, yeah, pyrotechnics maybe in twenty three. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool to have the yeah. aerial dragons as a intermission, like or... an intermission act? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, they've been uh, a vendor at one of ours before Deb came along at one of the uh, the convention center meets. Hmm. I did not know that. Yeah, she helped, she helped us pass out stuff, but also was there for to hand out stuff for the dragons uh aerial gym yeah good folks good folks over there yes sir uh coming up this year we already talked about camp kp grand prix Mm -hmm. well this month next weekend is the texas state championships and uh, i've been getting to work with bobby circus a lot on their texas meets mostly the ones in dallas Mm -hmm. they're kind of the barn and then mostly just the barn copperhead these these names don't mean anything to Florida lifters. Is, but. is Bobby at the barn? Is that what do you mean? Does, does Bobby train at the barn or work there? No, he works at uh, Big D Fitness. Oh, okay, I, I it's know. in Dallas. Oh, got it. Yeah, Big D Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. I get it. <laughs> I believe it's fitness. Yeah, um, yeah. He's a coach there, so is his wife. Okay, um, and they do the meets. He's also one of the ones that pioneered how USAW does their meets now. Like in person. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, the way they came up with a multi-platform and okay system. But it's it's a good setup. It's going to be huge. This yeah. state meet is almost 500 lifters. Dang. Two platforms, three days. And I thought like 380. I mean, 380 is a lot, which is what I think Florida State had this year. And that was over two days. That was two. Oh, this is one well, day. No, no, no. That was oh, our state days, championship days, was days. two days. Saturday, Sunday, with a little bit on Friday, right? Friday night. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I'm getting so confused. Yes. Uh, yeah, that was Florida, Florida State, State was champs. Friday night was coaches only. Yeah. And then Saturday, Sunday were days of competition for athletes. Yeah. yeah. But they were pretty packed. Those weren't like short days. Correct. Saturday went till 10 p.m., I think. Uh, No, it was way later than that. Way later than that. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it started at 10 p.m. The last session started at like 9.45. Okay. Yeah, that first day went. And <laughs> it was in Orlando. I'm driving back and forth from Tampa just Oof. to save a buck. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. It worked out. Anyway, this meet in Texas, San Antonio. It's going to be in a hotel. Wow. There they got room, and I'll be doing the live stream. I plan on having one camera per platform, like I did for Florida State. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll have a camera on a tripod, like we did. Like I would zoom in, you know, if you saw right. the state championships, so I was getting the close ups. And we're going to have a mobile camera, wireless, with a wireless mic nice. for athlete interviews Ooh. on the spot. Walking around, Patrick's eyes got real big. <laughs> I forgot to talk about that at Spring Classic, but go ahead. Yeah, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be a full bunch of This is what yeah. I plan to do for USA Handball okay. back in early spring, but they have since canceled literally everything. They've kind of fell off the map. So all the stuff that I bought for that has just been sitting there yeah. waiting. I'm finally I'm excited to use it all for this meet. Sure. Yeah, I got all excited because uh, – I know we didn't talk about the individual events, but something that we wanted to add, which was Ryan, the media guy at Valor's idea, because they do this for grid league where they have a step and repeat banner uh, in the back where it's just like the, you know, yeah. logos or whatever. Um, but in that air conditioned room, you know, in the very back, yep, uh, I love that room. room. <laughs> uh, 
that's where they do all their filming for products and stuff. So that's their like a seamless wall or whatever you call it. Mm -hmm. Um, but for grid, they take people in there and they do athlete interviews too. So they were like, why don't you do that? You should do that with the athletes here. I'm like, God, you guys are smart. Yeah. That's what we're going to have. I'll, I'll either be me and controlling the, uh, stream transitions on my phone, which you can do. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I can walk around with a camera and like get cool angles nice. or have somebody do it for me. I definitely want to do interviews, have mm-hmm. somebody interview a lifter, either right of the lifter sure. or sometime during the break. Yeah. Um, like, I how did you have, do? Yeah. Tell us about tell, yeah. How was that last lift? Yep. Just general questions that you say when you didn't actually see the lift, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> which I do. Man, that last lift, how'd it feel? <laughs> yeah. How'd it feel like, going what? to the finals? <laughs> I scratched. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Your last lift. Next. Your second attempt, right? <laughs> Anyway, I want to have commentators. I'm going to bring my commentary set up. Nice. But the big thing I really want to do, I have to test it like soon. <laughs> I want to have two separate streams instead of one stream with oh, two platforms. So like they do with USA Wales, it's like click on blue, click right. on red. But yeah. the limitation for me is computing power. Mm. I need to see what my computer can handle. I might bring a second one to do some video encoding. Yeah, I was going to say. And so bring... to offload the work. Yeah. Because uh, to do two streams requires two encoding things going and mm-hmm. that's double the processor Oof. so I, I think it can work yeah two separate streams and then the commentators i'll have hockey set up to move their audio so if they want to oh, like just do one platform and then at a push a button i can put them on the other platform nice and same thing with the wireless mic audio this is kind of behind the scenes stuff right but i mean the technology is it's crazy mm-hmm. it's it's so fun to to mess with too like when we were setting up all the the, the hot keys for the, the MIDI board. Yeah. Like that, that was a lot of fun. That's good stuff. That yeah. stream deck I got, I love it. Yeah. 16 keys are all programmable with graphics on it. Yeah. That thing is what you call a game changer. It is. That's going to make it happen. It's like a game controller, actually. Yeah. This is going to be a cool stream. Yeah. I just got to make sure I have enough processing power. That's really my only thing. Because you already got a wired connection. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't be a problem. So that's Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. flying in Thursday night. Wow. And, uh, yeah, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yep. And then what else we got? Gosh. Oklahoma Open in February. Traveling for that. Ray Harkness mm-hmm. out there with, I, I can't remember the gym's name, but um, he's uh, running the meet. I can't remember it either. That's yeah, okay. Oh, well. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, Ray. He's got his graphics going. Um, I'm probably going to announce that one, actually. Yeah. Because, uh, like I said, with the photos, I just don't have the concentration or ability to sit for – 12 to 16 hours a day doing photos anymore. So I said, well, if it's just going to be live streaming, let me load all day because yeah. I can let the live stream go on its own. You, you saw this logo? Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> yeah, and this is the metal that he's got. It's like a big oh, buffalo. Cool. Yeah, it's um, orange, and that's yeah. nice, cool. the shape of a weight. So I said, well, I'll load all day. Take that off your hands. He goes, well, heck, do you want to announce? I said, yeah, I'll bring my microphone. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I've talked to him a couple of times now on the phone recently just to spitball ideas and, and whatever, and mm-hmm. he's like, um, yeah, I mean, he's, he's doing some good things up there with it, with his events. It sounds like, um, hopefully I can make it up there one time. Well, if you want to come to this one, remember I got companion pass. Though. Okay. That should, should be good. Through February. Might take you up on that. Depends on what's going on that, uh, I, well, high school season will be over, so Deal. I can probably make it cool. Sounds good. That's it. Yeah. And then the <laughs> cornhole world championships in July. Oh, nice. Then that you said Bradenton, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely. I don't remember that. if we talked about that on camera or off. Yeah, we did. Okay, very briefly, but uh, yeah, I'll make that. I'll make that drive to watch that. So I think that'll be big. 
Awesome. So that's what's coming up. Uh, I'm back to work 40 hours a week. During our it was about 10 months, mm-hmm. nine or 10 months, I was working every other day. Wow. So I work Monday, Wednesday, Friday, one week, and then Tuesday, Thursday, the next week. So you're still so remote on. or are you on, you're on campus now? I was always on campus. I oh, do okay. facility maintenance, facility oh, management. Oh, got it, got it. So like, I have to be on site. I see. I only had a couple of emergencies too, but circumvented those. I was a fireman for a day. I rescued people from elevators. Really? Yes. Dang. <laughs> it was one night I already got home from work. And I know if I get a call from a certain number that they're not calling to say hi, <laughs> something's wrong. So the first thing I go, hey, Brian, someone in the elevator again? He goes, yeah, yeah, so someone's stuck in the elevator. Fire department can't get him out. I was like, oh, God, no. Oh, here we go. All right. I, I said, I'm coming in. I live 30 minutes away. So I'm coming in. If they get out, just call me. He didn't call me. <laughs> By the time I get to work, I still see all the fire trucks out front. I'm like, oh, crap. And the fire department was ready. The people had already been in there for an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. They had their spreaders ready to, like, rip open the doors, which would have been what, it just, like, tens shut of thousands. It's just glitches, just and then yeah. it, it stops, and you can't do anything. Yeah. But I got them out. I just, <laughs> I sent the elevator, other elevator up, climbed in the shaft. <laughs> uh, I couldn't reach the latch with my hand. I was a couple feet away. But I'm, like, hanging on a ladder inside the elevator shaft and reaching with my other hand. I said, hey, give me one of your sticks or something. He gives me this giant, like, fireman's poker Nice. Or something or another. It's huge. It's like three or four feet long, all steel. I could barely hold the thing out with one arm. I mean, my arm's shaking, trying wow. to hold this thing out to pull this latch. Is he got anything lighter? <laughs> he gets to do this like wooden spear. Yikes. It's like, oh, cool. And after a couple of minutes of filling with that, we got the doors out and I got to be a hero for like people five just, minutes. Just climbed out. Was it three like, people walked out like, oh, thanks. Was it like off the floor? No, it was perfectly level oh, really? with the floor. It's just, I think there was something wrong with the sensor that tells the doors to open yeah you know you see in movies where it's like halfway we've had that i've pulled people out where we had to put a chair in the elevator so they could step up and pull them out wow that was another fun day yeah i'm an elevator guy now (laughs) i guess so (laughs) add that to your resume (laughs) (laughs) oh man well anyways i'm back to work 40 hours a week and i'm trying to get used to that again (laughs) playing wow this anyway, is very very unprofessional but yeah we gotta do the outro music yep and then the final i'll read that again that's it so just to recap we talked about all of the events that happened last year and this year but just to run down what's happening uh, here in tampa in 2021 keep pulling grand prix series starting with the tampa bay area classic four march 27th 2021 then we go into summertime june 5th is the practice classic four then we go into fall for the third of three events in our series on September 11th, 2021, Tampa Bay Era Classic 8. Then the Tampa Bay Holiday Classic 2 in conjunction with the Keep Pulling Grand Prix Finals on December 18th, 2021. It'll be a full year of events. They're already all scheduled and sanctioned. So keep your eyes peeled at Keep Pulling on Instagram. Uh, and I think at that's, Lifting Life. That's it. And then uh, Keep Pulling underscore events if you want the event specific content. Right on. And give me a follow at B3 Cornhole if you don't know. Oh, that too. That too. <laughs> All right, here's our outro. Thanks again for listening to the Keep Pulling Podcast. You can find previous episodes on our website, www.keeppulling.com. Make sure to follow us on social media. We are at Keep Pulling and at Lifting Life on Instagram. And if you like what you hear, drop us a review on iTunes. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.